We hope you enjoy this podcast. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today. Good morning. Hallelujah. We're going we're gonna to just get right into what God's going to do today. Hallelujah. Uh, we want to welcome everyone. Hallelujah. We're glad Tasha got to bring a crew. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're glad you're here. Uh, we, uh, we've been in ministry for 20 years, but this is a new beginning, a new, a new place. We've just been here a few weeks, so, so right now it's just, right now it's just we come together and we just see what happens. Hallelujah. And, and I know that we'll build a crowd over the, over the next months, but right now, uh, this morning, uh, God told me to do something. First, I'm going to preach about the power of the tongue. Hallelujah. And that's just, uh, and what I mean by that is that we got to watch what we say with our mouth. Come on. Hallelujah. And, and we're going to get into some things biblical and uh, to back it up. But God told me to do something this morning, so I'm going to do it. How many have ever done crossword puzzles? Even watched like Wheel of Fortune? Different things like that. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. So, and, and, and a lot of times they'll give you a letter at a time. You know, and, you know, one letter at a time, and then when you can solve it, hallelujah, solve the puzzle, you'll get the puzzle. Well, we have three words here, and uh, I'm going to add a letter every now and then, and I don't want you to shout out the answer because it's just for you to get the answer. And no matter what, everybody gets the answer because I'm going to finish it by the end of the service. And God just told me to do this. We're just going to have fun with it this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to start out with two letters. Hallelujah. Two letters, just random letters. These are three words. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go ahead and put the one right here. There's an E right there. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we have an E right there. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's all I'm going to give you to start with. Praise God. As soon as you can solve it, you solve it quietly. Praise God. But we're going to talk about the power of the tongue. Hallelujah. And uh, just kind of get, get a little excitement into the service, so we're going to do that, praise God. And uh, one thing a lot of the body of Christ, talking about the church, we as people, a lot of times we don't really realize that there's, what comes out of our mouth is important. If you hear somebody that's constantly saying how bad of a day they're having, a lot of times they'll have a bad day. Come on. Some of you, if you're happy all the time and you say out of your mouth you're happy all the time, you're going to have happy days. Hallelujah. It's just one of those things that happens. And this is an obstacle. This is something that happens a lot of times. And even, even when we hear rumors and gossip and things like that, and I'm telling you, it gets, it gets painful when we use our mouth to hurt others. And this is a personal problem a lot of people have, whether it's physical, financial, I'm telling you, we got to watch what we say. And our text this morning is going to be in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. So if you brought your Bibles or, uh, or Tasha, you brought your phone, hallelujah. The power of the tongue can alter your life. Remember, you have power to make your life change for the good or the bad. And what I mean by that, let's look at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. 
It's one of the most powerful revelations I've gotten in ministry. And here's what it says. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And what that means is, is you have death and life in your mouth. What you say out of your mouth either releases life or death. Come on. I had an aunt who was about 40 years old, 40 years old. Every week she complained how sick she was. And every week she would complain how bad she was doing. She didn't really have medical reason to say those things. And she kept saying it, and she ended up passing away at age 40. I'm not saying, the reason I'm saying this story is because there is death and life in the power of your tongue. Sometimes when you don't feel so good, why reiterate it? Why, why keep saying that? And if you're a Christian, what's the Bible say about your physical body? You're healed. Come on, so we need to say, I'm healed. Come on, if you have to have a Kleenex in one hand, use the word in the other. Come on. Hallelujah. Wipe your nose and then say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. That was a sloppy O. Hallelujah. But it's there anyway. Praise God. Don't grade me. Hallelujah. Everybody don't grade me. Praise God. According to the Bible, just how important are good words. Proverbs 12, 14 is another scripture I want to look at because good things word can, can accomplish because we want to know not just the bad side, but we want to know what good words can accomplish. Come on. Proverbs 12, 14 says this. It says, A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. The word recompense means to make repayment. So I'm telling you, we need to understand a man shall have good fruit in his mouth and the recompense or the repayment of what you are saying are going to come back to you. I don't know about you, but I want to have good things. I want to have good things back in my life. Praise God. And see, it's not about the way things look. See, the Word of God says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So in other words, it's a, it's, it's, we are hoping in something we can't see. And I'm telling you, we've got to really understand what, we come out of, what comes out of our mouth. We need to have hope in. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14 says this. Uh, it would say this in this way. And I'm, I'm just rewriting it to the word uh, recompense being defined. It says, a man shall be satisfied with good fruit by the fruit of his mouth, and the repayment of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. See, that's a powerful revelation right there. The next thing is, remember, say good things because repayment will be turning back to you. Come on. How many have ever had a parent to tell you, say, uh, uh, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Come on, isn't that true? That's the only thing we should do, praise God. Hallelujah. We're coming along.
this morning. Hallelujah. All right, keep going. Proverbs chapter 15. Let's look at this one. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 23. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a good word spoken is due season. How good is it? we got to have good words. Proverbs chapter 24. Let's go ahead and jump ahead to the next scripture. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 24 and 25. It says this. He that saith unto the wicked, Thou art righteous, him shall the people curse, nations shall abhor him. But to them that rebuke him shall be delight, and a good blessing shall come upon them. I'm telling you, no matter what you think in everything, we got to have what I call positive confession. See, the Bible says that Jesus died upon the cross for our sins. But that's not all. It also says that he received 39 stripes for our healing. In Isaiah 55, it talks about, by his stripes we are healed. 1 Peter 2.24 talks about, by his stripes we were healed. What that's saying is, the price has already been paid for. Come on, it's done. It's already finished. So when we don't feel so good, what should we be saying? I'm healed. Come on. It doesn't matter what it feels like. A lot of people don't know. uh, Within just a matter of a couple of years, I had over probably over 20 surgeries on my body and told I would never walk without support. Come on. So daily I had to tell I just had to say, out of my mouth, I am healed in Jesus' name. And I kept standing on the Word of God. I kept standing on what God's Word said. I said, God, your Word says I'm healed. I don't have to receive this. And I'm telling you, no matter what it looks like, no matter what you feel like, you got to stand on the Word of God. And I'm telling you, as I'm a walking miracle, I know we can all be a walking miracle. Psalms chapter 34, let's look at this. Hallelujah. Psalms 34, verse 1. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, we gotta have hit, we gotta be having good things constantly coming out of our mouth. No matter how you feel, what things look like, we've got to begin to declare good things. The Bible talks about that we are have good things coming out of our mouth. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. What you say is what takes place. Let's get this a little more personal. We must believe God's word. 
As I said before, many times it says, Hebrews 11:6 talks about, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We cannot stand in faith by confessing things contrary to the word of God, opposite of the word of God. If you're going to confess things of the word of God, you've got to confess good things. Come on. If God loves you, and he does, what, what is a God that loves you going to do? He's going to heal. He's going to set you free. He's going to provide when you're lacking. He's going to make you happy when you're sad. Come on. I don't know about you, but sometimes I know some of us, sometimes we feel like, God, you've left me. God, you've abandoned me. Where are you, God? But I'm telling you, we got to understand something. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. You know one thing how our ministry got started? My ministry personally got started in the beginning about 20 years ago. I called up a nursing home. I just said, is anyone coming to preach to the people in the nursing home? I said, I'm available. I want to come. They say, well, usually you have to go through the minister's alliance, but they go, we just had a ministry quit, so come on over. You don't have to go through the normal thing. And for many years, for over five years, I ministered faithfully once a month in that nursing home, and we had people healed. We had people set free. We had people that were so got happy. We even had some people go home. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, it was an exciting time. Hallelujah. In fact, my old pastor, he went to nursing homes and hospitals and preached for a long period of time. And one time, one of the nursing homes got so cleared out of the patients, they didn't want him to come back because it was bad for business. Come on. Too many people get healed. That's going to be bad for business. But that's a good thing. Come on. See, we're to confess the word of God because it's life. Hallelujah. It's life. Hallelujah. Hope anybody's getting the puzzle. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. How many have needs? Come on. Anybody got a couple needs? I mean... You must all be provided for. Hallelujah. You don't need anything. Well, that's good. I'm glad for you. But as far as me and my house, we have needs. I don't know about you, but the power company, they require payment or the lights go out. That's a need. Hallelujah. If I flip the switch on the light switch, I want it to come on. Hallelujah. My rent, that's a need. God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. God's my provider. So if we really believe God is my provider, then there's no reason we need to say, I can't afford it. I don't have anything left. I'm broke all the time. I don't have enough. Why? Because that's a bad thing to say. Come on, we're getting close.
Proverbs chapter 15. Let's look at this one. Proverbs chapter 15. Hallelujah. I hope, hope somebody's getting this puzzle. We're about done. Don't worry about next door. They're taking pictures, and sometimes children are louder when they're getting their picture took. Hallelujah. That's okay. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. It says this. A pure tongue is a tree of life. Come on. And I'm telling you, we've got to understand, in one of the versions I have of the Bible uh, that says this, it says, that, first of all, it says a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but a perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. But see, there's another thing. Uh, here, here's another translation of that same scripture. It says, a pure tongue is a tree of life, but a corrupt therein is a break in friendly relations in the spirit. See, the thing is, we don't want to break any relation with God. And after a while, if you confess bad things long enough, you're not going to have anything good to say. Come on. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 13.3. Come on. I knew a guy one time. He went on Wheel of Fortune. I really, I knew him. I'm not, this is not a story. This is a true story. Hallelujah. He went on Wheel of Fortune. And uh, I'm trying to remember exactly the one that he messed up on terribly. And uh, anyway, all, the whole puzzle was spelled out except for one letter. And he missed it. Hallelujah. And it was like $10,000 was on the line. Hallelujah. And he missed it. And uh, a lot of people made fun of him for a long time, but that's okay. Hallelujah. But it was just, I, I mean, it's kind of unusual that he knew the guy. I mean, I knew this guy, and he was on the show. Hallelujah. That's just kind of amazing. Hallelujah. All right. Proverbs 13.3 says this, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. You know, this is not saying if you open your mouth up, you're going to have destruction. Really what it means is, is if you open your mouth up and say bad things, you're going to have destruction. And I'm telling you, we need to, as a body of Christ, need to begin to cry out to God and say, God, change my mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. I don't want to say anything negative anymore. Come on. And how many have ever been around somebody who's constantly negative and it kind of brings you down, don't it? Come on. They say bad things. Come on, Tasha, you might know a little bit about this. If they say bad things around you long enough, sooner or later, you're, you're kind of in the dumps too. You're like, well, maybe this is right. Even politics and stuff. We could talk about the presidents and everybody else and the economy, and how much gas costs, and everything. But right now, God's my provider. Why reiterate what's bad? Hallelujah. We are, we are children of God, and we need to clean up what we say. And uh, I want to reiterate that old saying that we all remember. If you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. Come on, that's good for children, but that's good for adults even more. 
Because a lot of adults are constantly saying bad things. People say, I'm sick. I'm poor. I'm depressed. Wah, wah, wah. I'm just pity party is what it is. Come on. Hallelujah. That's what it is. We are crying and whining about something, and that doesn't fix anything, does it? Let me say something. Being depressed is real. I'm not saying it's not. Being sad is real. And I'm not saying it's not. But we have a God that loves us. We have a God that wants to take care of us. We got a God that wants to take us out of the dump. I went through years of depression. God's healed me and set me free. I went through years of uh, surgeries and problems, and God healed me and set me free. I went through years, whenever I grew up as a child, there were times that we would have to share one can of food for a week. That's how poor we were. And I'm telling you, there were times that, especially in the winter months, we would not have electricity, and it would be cold. And I'm telling you, these type of memories are seared in me, but at the same time, the things that are seared in me more is the times where God came through and provided for us. Come on. That's what's seared in me more. Hallelujah. Come on. People are getting it now, aren't we? Hallelujah. That's a big one right there. Hallelujah. That was like the giveaway. Hallelujah. That's why those first letters are the big ones. That's what you want to hold back with. Hallelujah. That's good. Hallelujah. Come on. God knew what to do. He said to do this today, and I'm doing it because that's what he wanted to do. Okay. James chapter 1. Let's look at this one. Hallelujah. James chapter 1. It says, in verse 6 through 8, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed, or driven with the wind and tossed. For let not man, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. See, when we ask God in faith, saying, God, I don't want to be depressed anymore. Believe that he's going to come and set you free. I don't want to be sick anymore. Believe he's going to come and set you free. Come on. We need to begin to cry out to God. Hebrews 11.1, 1, we already quoted it once, but I'm going to say it again. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. The scripture is a good example because if we confess I'm sick all the time, we probably will remain sick according to faith. Did you hear what I just said? It's really, if we say we're sick long enough, sooner or later, we just, we're just sick. Hallelujah. It's almost like we've got sicker. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going good now. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting it now. Come on. I love it. Hallelujah. Three things that eventually happen to a person who misuses words. If we misuse words long enough, in other words, if we're talking about some pe people that we shouldn't be talking about, 
One of the biggest things that happens is that we get exposed. Number two, the more you say, the deeper you get. Because sooner or later, you say so much bad things, you can't get out of it. And number three, the words of your mouth can ruin you. So we don't want to talk about our brothers and sisters. We don't want to talk about our family. You know, in church, a lot of times, people talk about people because because it's easy to see the problems that people have. But I'm telling you, If we talk about somebody else, it's only by the grace of God that we are not the same as they are. We could be in the same place they are. It's only the grace of God that's kept us away. Bad things personally. Let's look at this. Number one, confessing negative all the time will make it impossible to please God. If you confess negative all the time, that's just going to be an impossible to please God. And number two is negative confessions will hinder God from accomplishing what his word declares. How many have ever wanted to say something good to somebody? But at the same time, how many have ever had somebody say something good to you and it kind of got you happy? Come on. Even such as you look pretty today. Doesn't that just kind of get you stirred up? You're like, oh, really? (laughs) Now, that's not something I'd like to hear because a guy just don't like to hear he's pretty. Come on, that's handsome. I like that. Come on. Come on, I want you to communicate a little bit. But I'm telling you, we get to a place. It's good stuff. We want to hear good things. The Proverbs chapter 16, one last scripture, it says this. Verse 24, it says, pleasant words are as honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to my bones. Your soul will prosper and become very healthy when you're hearing good things. It's been a proven test. They did, scientists did a proven test. They talked bad to plants. Come on. They had plants in a room. And they would come in and they would talk bad to them. Say, you're, you're no good. You're dead. You're dying. You're, you're done. And you know what? They gave them the same water and the same food and they still died. Scientists did this. I've read this article. It's a true story. And then the scientists in another room, they had a room full of plants. But this room, they gave them the food and the water just like they normally did the others. But this room, they said... Oh, you're so good. You're so pretty. You're going to grow. You're, you're just going to be so big and strong. Spoke good things. And those plants became bigger and, and larger than most plants would ever come. It was a test. And I'm telling you, sometimes you don't realize how good words are. Your words are good. Come on. Even whenever we're in a place when we don't feel so good about our own self, We can still be good to others. Instead of saying, she looks silly in the dress she wore today. Let's say, come on, she looks pretty in that dress today. Come on. Let's take good things. 
Instead of saying things negative, let's say good things. If we don't have it, again, if we don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. Why? Because we wouldn't want to hear bad things. So why would we want to hurt somebody else? In conclusion, my puzzle has a big Jesus loves you. <laughs> that, that's right. Jesus does love you. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when we have good things personally, we're pleasing God through faith. When we say good things continuously, even no matter what it looks like, we please God. And number two, we stand on the word of God and become a mountain moving faith. We become a man or woman of God that says, I will not move. I believe you, God, no matter what it looks like. The first song I played today was, it's all going to be okay. Come on. How many want to hear that and really think that? You say, well, you don't know my life. Come on. You know, my mom, she's 70 years old. She's had a hard growing up. She went through, when she was 16 years old, she had rheumatic fever. And the temperature was so, her body, they say her fever was so hot, it, it fried part of her brain, is what the doctors say. So sometimes chemicals don't line up in her. So it took many, many years to get the medication just right so that she could function right. And then after many years of doing that, then she ended up getting breast cancer, had to lose a breast. Come on. Totally healed of cancer, though, in the end. Still healed, and that was years and years ago. And I'm telling you, over the years, I have become closer to her now than I have at any time. And, and I've seen her come out of 10, 15 years ago, she looked like a woman that might be close to death. But now she's a woman that's living, happy. Come on. She's lift, living in more of an assisted living right now. But you know what? She enjoys it because she's got people around her all the time, and that's one thing she likes. Come on. She's playing cards, like, continuously. She's like, come on, Bill, we need you to come preach. Hallelujah. She's passing my books all over the, the whole place. Hallelujah. Anybody want to read one of my books? And she just passes them around, my books. And I'm telling you, it's just so exciting to see something like that. And the reason I'm saying this is because my old pastor had a good saying. Because of this right here, Jesus loves us. Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter what things look like. Where there's life, there's hope. You can always come out of a place that you've been. You don't have to stay there. And the conclusion this week, I want you to begin to take care of yourself. <laughs> and what I mean by that, watch what you say.
If you get upset with somebody, try not to say something bad. And remember the words that our parents used to tell us. If you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. Shut your mouth if you can't talk good. And if somebody gets around you and all they got is junk to say, then get down the road. Get down the hall. Get away from them. Why? Because you don't want to be brought down by somebody else. You know, it's those that encourage us will remember forever. And you don't know how effective you are sometimes when you say good, sweet things to somebody. You might be just one person that has given more life, more worthy to live for. Because when you get to a place of depression, you get to a place, life's no good. I don't want to, you know, I'm not happy. I don't have any friends. So just one of us going up to the person and saying, I'm so happy to see you today. Come on. That just gets them excited. And your encouragement might be just something to cause life to come back into them. So what I'm saying today, I want you to watch your mouth. And remember the most important thing, no matter what it looks like, Jesus loves you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And if you say good things, good things will follow you. You don't have to stay where you've been. God has sky to the limit for you. So today, here's what God wants to do. We're early, but we're going to be early. That's fine. Come on. It's about doing what he wants to do. We got to get a. We had the puzzle game added and everything, but we're just going to do what he wants to do this morning. If you're here, you want you want God to come and take you out of the place that you've been. You want to be happy. You want to you want to get. You need help with the mouth. Then then I just ask for you to just receive right now. Some of you might believe in the lifting of hands. Then let's lift our hands and as I pray. If you believe in it, I just ask for you to just receive right where you are. So right now, in the name of Jesus, come on, just receive this. Lord, every person in this room, I speak healing from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Every person in this room, I just speak positive, good things that they will understand there is death and there is life in the power of their tongue. Lord, everything that's gone on in their lives from the, from the past, we break it off in Jesus' name, and we call it null and void. God, you love them. And God, I just speak the love and compassion of Jesus Christ upon them. Everywhere in the Word of God where it talks about Jesus healed the sick, it talks about that he was moved with compassion. So, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that that compassion is still alive and well today. Some people believe that Jesus is still on the cross. But my Bible says that on the third day, he rose again.
And he sits on the right-hand side of the Father. And then when we pray and say, Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, that he comes in and we are saved. So, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just cause whatever we need as a body of Christ, whatever we need as a group of people in this room, that you meet each and every need right now. And, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for fulfilling the reality of the love of Jesus upon our lives. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that you came. Hallelujah. Praise God. If anyone wants a CD from today, praise God. See Tabitha. We'll make them right after the service. God bless you. Also, if you want to give in the offering, hallelujah. I, I almost forget because we're not going much. Uh, if anybody wants to give in the offering and you would like an envelope, just raise up your hand. I don't know if any of the girls have them, but praise God. Hallelujah. But just come and put it in the bucket. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Welcome to the end of this informative podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and enlightening. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today.